Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to Undercover Lover, the unofficial podcast of Love Island 2021. I'm Harriet Minter and this is the show for you if the term moving mad is a more accurate description of your dance floor moves than your love life. Yes, if you're really too old to be watching a group of 20-somethings freaking out over a postcard or if you want reassurance that paying for the ITV Hub subscription so you don't have to watch the adverts is in fact a subversive feminist move, then this is the podcast for you. This week we'll be putting our big sister hats on and giving the girls one huge hug as we discuss whether they were truly manipulated by the producers, let down by the boys, or just awakened how deeply patriarchy and Disney had programmed their beliefs about love, life and lads' holidays. Joining me on the beanbags for a good old cry, rage and postcard burning session is creator, author and all-round icon, Stephanie Yabar. Hello, welcome Stephanie. Hello, thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to have you on. I always say that I basically love having on the podcast really smart women who are also obsessed with Love Island in an unashamed manner. So brilliant to have you. Thank you, my love. Oh, thank you so much. Tell me, just as a bit of background, when did you become a Love Island fan and why? So... Do you know what? I tried to hold out for the longest time. I remember I was one of those people that was like, why is everybody watching this trash show? Like, don't you have anything else to, to um, uh, worry about or like watch? Yeah. This is just so rubbish. Because I'm not somebody that watches like reality TV. I think mm-hmm. aside from uh, Big Brother back when it was on Channel 4, uh, <laughs> aside from that, I kind of like stopped watching reality stuff. So when this show came around, I was like, oh, this just sounds really like, oh, I'm not watching it. That was until I moved in um, with a... Uh, <laughs> Uh, a housemate who was obsessed with Love Island. And because our kitchen uh, was in the living room, uh, yeah. anytime I'd be cooking around that time, she'll have it on. And so slowly but surely, every time I'd be like chopping onions, I'd be like peeking at the TV, like, oh, what's going on here? What's going on here? And then she forced me to watch one episode just to see what it was like. And it was the just season. Yeah, it was the season of, um, oh, who was on there? Who can I remember being on there? Megan. Oh, uh, great season. Yeah. Megan Wes. Wes, yes. It was that. Josh. Yeah, it was that Georgia. Yeah, yeah it was that season. And I actually think it was uh, the recoupling after Casa Amor, mm. uh, where Georgia kind of got left in the 
left in the yeah. wild. Um, and after that one episode, I was hooked. I was like, okay, I need to come back tomorrow and see like the fallout of this. And ever since then, <laughs> I've been hooked. I have been hooked. <laughs> I mean, that was... I. You only have to say Georgia to me for me to instantly see her face in that slicked back ponytail mm-hmm. at the recoupling from Kazra Moore. Iconic moments. Oh, man. Um, this week, obviously, has seen the return of Kazra Moore, which, you know, it's been a bit controversial. Everyone's been like, the producer manipulating people. What impact do you think it's had on the show this year? It's definitely judged it up, I'll say that. It's definitely <laughs> because... You know, the first couple of weeks, it was kind of lacking. It kind of seemed yeah. like Hate Island. Like, nobody was really feeling each other. We didn't really see yeah. any strong partnerships sort of straight out of the gate, with the exception of Liberty and Jake, but that's a whole other topic altogether. We will come to it. Oh, my God, we will come to it. Gosh, yeah. <laughs> and so I felt like uh, with Casa Moore, like, the producers had to do something special. I, I can see how it was manipulative, especially with a couple of the contestants, but... Oh, we just really love the drama, don't we? (laughs) We really do. And what I think it did, which the show desperately needed, was it kind of, it cracked a few veneers. Do you know, I think like we got to see who people really are. I mean, every year, obviously, the contestants go in knowing they're being filmed the whole time, knowing that there's, you know, a clothing deal at the end of it and Mm -hmm. kind of wanting to portray a side to themselves. But this year, I felt they have been really, really reserved. And Casa Amor really just like, I think the boys forgot they were being filmed. They must (laughs) have. I mean, they they were just like, yeah, nobody's ever going to know about this. And the girls were really vulnerable. And I think that combination has just made it much more interesting to watch. Were you expecting the boys to be as badly behaved as in fact they were? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Straight off the gate. I mean, I I was expecting Jake to be naughty. but And I absolutely, yeah. 100% feel like if there were any girls in there that were actually interested in him, he would have strayed absolutely I agree a hundred percent I don't I don't trust him I really don't I feel like he's playing puppet master encouraging all of the other boys to kind of stray so that he can come back stronger like we all see what he's doing we absolutely do but I I do feel I didn't expect Liam to though of all people I was surprised when that happened I have not been a Liam fan. I've not been a Liam fan. And I was not, I mean, he's actually very, very young. And not that youth should be an excuse, but yeah, I, I was not surprised. I was not surprised. All right. So it's definitely brought some drama, but it's also brought some heartache. And in particular for Kaz and Millie. So let's look at Kaz first. So here's the moment Kaz, and quite frankly, the world was let down by Tyler. That's basically Tyler and Ben. What's that there? That's Sharon and Bads. That's definitely Toby. And that's definitely Tyler. Yeah, that's Ty. You can tell by another girl. So this whole time he's just fed me shit. Great. I really know what I'm supposed to say. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I just feel stupid. Okay, so were you shocked that Tyler turned so quickly? So I'm in two minds about this. On one Mm. hand, I was shocked because he seemed so into Kaz. He kind of said that he was coming into the villa for her. He was very lovey-dovey towards her, calling her baby on the second day. They just seemed really, really sweet. So I was shocked when he went into Casa Amor that he started cracking on with another girl. 
On the other side, I'm not shocked because I also noticed that there was a lot of love bombing from him going on. It was just very intense. Mm. And that kind of always makes me feel a bit wary. Um, I think he knew that Kaz was well liked on the outside and that she was having a rough time. And I think, oh, let me get to Kaz so that I can drum up public support. And then as soon as he went into Casa Amor, he found somebody that I guess he preferred. But I do think he was playing a bit of a game. Um, And I do think, yeah, when I kind of noticed that love bombing, that kind of, because he knew that she wanted the, you know, the affection and the intimacy Mm -hmm. and all of that kind of stuff. She's kind of the only one in the, in the villa, aside from Chloe, who's kind of lacking that. And Mm -hmm. I think he just wanted to almost make it that she was dependent on him. And then it's a very, yeah, it's a, it's a interesting thing to note. That's really interesting because the thing that I really noticed about it when he first came in, and I think I talked about this in the show either last week or the week before, was he kept saying, oh, she's really cute. She's really mm. cute. And Liberty said to him, oh, yeah, but she's so sassy and sexy, isn't she? And he was like, yeah, yeah, she's really cute. Mm. And that I was like, uh-huh. There's, because, and I, I, I think, Kaz was sweet and cute when she was with Toby and it was very early on in the show and like all of them she was very aware that she was being filmed she was on her best behavior she was trying to make it work and then when she relaxed she is like a properly confident sexy knows herself owns herself woman and Tyler showed up as like here I am proper man I am not a boy I'm not interested in kind of you know fumbling around I'm quite straightforward. If I tell, if I like you, I'm going to tell you I like you. And I thought, oh, maybe this is somebody who really sees Kaz as that confident, sexy, knows herself, owns herself woman. Mm-hmm. And then when he started saying cute, I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I don't think you see her. It's a bit of a bad sign, isn't it? When someone calls you cute, it's like it's almost infantilizing them. It's almost like, well, I don't see you as this sexy, strong woman. I see you as this little child that just needs to be taken care of and pitied. Yeah. Like, very sweet, you're my friend, I'll give yeah. you a little pat on the head. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's not a good sign. It's oh. not a good sign. Um, <laughs> and obviously, like, I have, to, now, there is a point in, early on in Casaramore when Hugo says, oh my God, I've got six names to remember, that's so many. Hugo, try doing this job, okay? I, I've lost track <laughs> of who is in the villa at the moment. Um, but Tyler obviously hooks up with Clarice. Clarice, apologies if I have not got your name right, but I think it's Clarice. And she is I was, she's very, very beautiful. Seems like a lot of fun. She seems a lot younger mm-hmm. and a lot more, um, there's a lot of front, right? There's a lot yeah. of like, I, I've i got it. I'm the confident, sexy woman. I know what I'm doing, but it's it's front. Like we've all done that. Yeah. We have all pulled that game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she is like, I think a lot of them would fall under this category. What I'm going to call high street honeys stuff i don't know if you're too young to know what high street honey is but it's like is it fhm was it FHM? oh yes okay yes i i think i know what like, you mean fhm very, yeah like nuts magazine nuts magazine yeah. that was it nuts like very obviously blokes would pick them out on the street pretty yeah but the other thing that obviously came up at the beginning of love island 
was the fact that Kaz was, as we have seen in many a series of Love Island, Kaz was the black woman who got picked last. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if Tyler also kind of went in and was like, actually, I'm going to show kind of my like Mm -hmm. amazing man credentials here. Mm -hmm. Like I am picking the beautiful black woman. That's what I'm going for. And then has gone into Kazramor and is like, aha, Clarice, a woman of colour. It's okay. I am not being the guy that dumps the black woman for the blonde girl. But here we go. There's still an element, I think, of colorism going on here. I'm so glad you. I'm so glad you brought this point up. I'm so glad. Oh, good. <laughs> you are absolutely correct. I think you know we've seen in past episodes of Love Island the darker skinned black woman or the black woman yeah. always gets picked last. I think there's a general consensus, perhaps, regarding Love Island and the culture of it that. When it comes to commentary on Twitter um, specifically, yeah. there is a large amount of like black Twitter that comments yeah. and, you know, a lot of the tweets go viral and things like that. I and mean, because so, it's brilliant. Yeah. It's just, oh God, it's, it's, it's some of the people, funny. hilarious. And so I think the Love Island producers know that. And I think the people who are going onto the show know that as well. And so I think mm-hmm. in order to kind of get in with the black audience, I honestly feel like that was his game plan to get with yeah. the darker skinned black woman, make her feel loved. And some of the commentary that I saw on the show uh, during Castro Moore was that of colorism. Like, okay, so you've dumped Kaz, um, who you were with for like, what, four days to hook up with a lighter skinned or mixed race um, model, um, which unfortunately within our community is the case a lot of the time. Uh, It's one of the reasons why, you know, there is such a stigma with relationships and darker skinned black women, because Mm -hmm. it almost feels like we always get left behind in favour of mixed race and lighter skinned women because the men have been told that they are prettier, more desirable, closer to white. So, you know, Mm -hmm. they are kind of ideal. And um, yeah, I'm not going to lie. Like when I watched it, it really hurt as somebody that is darker skinned. And even though, even if it turns out that that wasn't the case, it still hurts to kind of see somebody who is so vibrant and beautiful and sassy and smart and just hilarious as Kaz sort of being left by the wayside in favour of Clarice. And Clarice is pretty. She is. She's pretty. But she's I, very pretty. I feel she's like really Kaz... Pretty. Yeah, I feel like Kaz... I don't know. It, it's just, as a darker-skinned black woman, I think it, it did really hurt to kind of see that happen yet again. And, yeah, as for Clarice, I mean, I, I think it's... I think she's going to crack on with Teddy, personally. I think she's going to be chaotic oh. because she kissed Teddy in bed as well. And um, I think she might try and crack on with with Teddy or try and stir things up in the villa. She seems like a bit of an agent of chaos as well. Like, I quite like that about her. She's a bit of a firecracker. So we'll see what happens. I quite like that. That's quite interesting. I think there's a really interesting thing for me because I think when I look at both, I think, like, Clarice is really pretty. She's really pretty. But as I say, she's like high street honeys, Mm. you know, and Kaz is really beautiful. And I think that's the sort of unfortunately a big difference for young men who are let's be frank a bit basic yeah Um, absolutely yeah (laughs) basic and I thought Tyler was not basic I had hopes for him but no he's basic um just to sum up with Kaz she's now moved on to Michael she took it in a very do it to me I'll do it to you I'm not taking this approach Mm -hmm. do you think she's over Tyler though do you know what it is? I think, I don't think she's over the situation. So I, yeah. when the whole thing went down, 
I tweeted at the time that I don't think she's necessarily upset about Tyler doing what he did. Mm-hmm. I don't actually think it's about him as a person. I think it's the embarrassment of it all. I think she's upset that she's been put in this position yet again. Um, yeah. I think she went into the villa knowing the history of what happens to darker skinned black women. Mm-hmm. And she probably went in there thinking, okay, this is going to be different. Like, you know, yeah, I'm going to try as much as it. possible. And it's happened twice to her Mm -hmm. and so I think it's that feeling of like rejection and that feeling of not feeling good enough and for it to happen so publicly as well I think to me because I remember when she was crying she said something like why does this always like happen to me type thing and it broke my heart because you know a lot of women who have been in that situation could definitely empathize Mm -hmm. and um yeah I think she was upset with the situation but I don't know if I mean, she seemed to be quite taken with Tyler as soon as he came in. She was very, it was very quick. Um, I mean, he's the thing is, like, Tyler's a very good-looking man with a lot of charm going on. He is. He and is. he was a good flirt, which, like, none of the boys so far have been. Very charming. Very charming. So I think she was, as you say, I think she was very taken with him. Mm. Very, like, hello, lovely-looking man with a good bit of banter. He's very into me. But I think also maybe from the beginning she slightly saw through it. So yeah. I think there's that thing of like, as you say, feeling embarrassed, feeling like me again, which I think we all know that feeling. And, but also just being like, okay, I sh- maybe I should have just trusted my gust- gut instinct on you and known from the start. Is Michael a keeper? I think he's more into her than she is into him. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I thought it was a bit cringy when, um, uh, when she was asked during the recoupling, like if, if uh, Tyler hadn't done what he'd done, would she have recoupled? Oh. And he and she was like, no. And then she immediately looked at, uh, what's his name, Matthew. Michael. Oh, Michael. Matthew, that's it. it Matthew? I knew, I knew I was going to get the name wrong. Matthew. Sorry, yeah, Matthew. Like, like she immediately looked at Matthew like, I'm so sorry. Like it was just cringing. But sometimes I quite like that position though, when yeah. a guy's more into you than you're into him. Like the, I know we shouldn't really play games, but like having a bit of that power sometimes can be good. Do you know what? A friend of mine once said to me, and it's honestly the best piece of love advice anyone's ever given me, she's like, always go out with somebody who's more into you than you are into them. It's true, and though. it's like, honestly, it's so nice. It is. <laughs> it's so nice. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <laughs> the big Kazaramore return in what a manner that can only be described as walking into the villa as Bertie Big Bollocks was <laughs> Liam. Um, only to be brilliantly cut down to size two minutes later by Lily. Look, I've not been a fan of Liam since the beginning. Not at all surprised that he tried to have his cake, eat it, and then pretend that he hadn't even seen a crumb of it. Mm-hmm. I was actually quite shocked by some of the gaslighting that showed up in his discussion with Millie later. So he said things like, first of all, the one that really got to me, and this was not just uh, Liam, this was Toby and Liam, talk to her before the girls wind her up anymore excuse me excuse me oh my god i think i missed that wow my god so toby said it to liam and then liam went and said it to the girls i was like uh no the we weren't boyfriend and girlfriend so somehow that's okay it's not an excuse excuse. (laughs) and then the one that i hate the most well yeah i did kiss her but i picked you in the end so that's all okay he really is young isn't he oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he really is young. Wow. So you were quite team Liam and Millie. You thought they were going to make it. I did. I just thought they were really cute. Like I thought, do you know what it is? I, I thought they were cute mainly because of Millie. So I really yeah. like Millie. I've really taken to her. Yeah. I just think she has, like, she's really, she's she seems to have a really lovely personality, but she's got like that kind of edge to her as well. Um, yeah. Very funny. And so, yeah, I just thought that they would, make it and then as soon as Liam got in there and cracked on with the other girl I was just like oh okay I always found him quite boring um very dull I just felt like he thinks his 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 height is his personality I feel like he's one of those (laughs) ones like he makes his height his whole personality like I don't have to work on myself I don't have to really have that much of a banter because I'm tall so girls are gonna like me he seemed he was giving me that um but then yeah that I don't know if Love Island have ever done that before where they've brought the girls in and asked them specifically like what gone on in front of everyone. I can't remember, but that was beautifully chaotic. Oh, <laughs> I lived. I even re- like rewound it and I watched it again because I was like, give it to me. I just, oh, it was amazing. Brilliant move by the producers. <laughs> it was a really brilliant move. I, it's so interesting because I did think with Kazramore this year, I was like, I wonder if they do anything different with Kazramore because everyone knows the deal now, right? Mm. Everyone knows like in the first year they did it, they had the twist, which was if your partner came back and you were single, you had to leave. And oh, then they okay. realised that they were missing out on a whole load of drama by doing that. Mm-hmm. So they were like, no, everyone can squeeze into the villa together. <laughs> Um, and then this year I was like, I wonder if they now will do something different. And obviously they brought the girls back and said, is there anything you'd like to say before you leave? Which was just amazing. Amazing. Um, but I think next year they're going to have to do something different again, because if you are a boy, I mean, I say this, like, bless boys, they can be quite stupid. (laughs) But I would hope that if you're a boy going on Love Island next year, you know, if you go to Casa and do something, people are going to find out. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the whole, the way it just kind of all came out was just hilarious. And I loved like the, 
the cameramen, I think, were the real heroes as well, because every time <laughs> somebody brought up the postcard, it would go to like Liam's face and then like Toby's face. And they're like, what postcard? Like, what? It was just like, just seeing it all kind of unfurl uh, take by take was just chef's kiss. It was great. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> Toby's facial expressions during that whole thing were actually just brilliant. <laughs> Um, I had some time for Toby last night purely for his facial expression. Yeah. Do you think Millie would have found out about Liam and Lily if Lily hadn't said anything? Yes, I absolutely do because I, because, well, the reason that I think she would have found out is because somebody would have told her and the person I think would have told her would be the snitch Hugo. I think he's a snitch. I'm sorry. I can't stand that man. I, I just think he's a snitch. What he did to Toby, like, yes, Toby was very, very wrong in what he did, but it was yeah. very self-serving. He only yeah. did it because he wanted to have Chloe, who just rebuffed him beautifully. Again, I loved it. Um, but I, there's something about Hugo that I don't trust. I think he is, he's a snitch. I think he would definitely, he would have told her at some point. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I stand by that. <laughs> That's really interesting. Ooh, interesting. I thought you were going to say someone else that we will come to in a minute, but Mm -hmm. interesting. So let's uh, talk finally about the other couple that totally broke my heart this week, which was Faye and Teddy. And we've got a little clip here of the moment Faye began to have doubts. I'm really worried. About what? I don't know if, like, Teddy's a bit calm for me, called calm and clean. Right, you're having doubts? Well, I don't know. It's just that, like... Everyone I've spoken to, all of the lads have been like, is he always that cool, calm and collected, like, all the time? Like, just that calm? Right. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. What are you trying to tell me right now? I don't know. You don't know, you're confused. I'm scrambled. Yeah, I really liked him, but I'm just worried that, is he, like, like, too calm? No, Faye. Don't put other people's thoughts into your head. So, Faye and Teddy is like, it's Shakespeare, Stephanie, it's Shakespeare, right? It's like... Much Ado About Nothing, where all the couples get mixed up. I think that's the right one. Um, and, you know, it's like that beautiful moment of there's like one, it happens in every rom-com, right? There's mm-hmm. one mistake, one slight misunderstanding, and that's it. The couple are wrenched apart. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's beautiful scripting, really, from the producers. If we ignore the fact that these are real people with real feelings, <laughs> and therefore it's deeply manipulative and quite psychotic. Yeah. What did you make of it all? Do you know what? I it was heartbreaking. It was mm. heartbreaking. Oh, when Teddy came into the villa alone, I was just like, oh my god, because they are I love Faye. At first, the first yeah. kind of four days, I was like, oh, she's really she thinks a lot of herself, main character energy kind of mm. thing. But she's one of the most down-to-earth, funniest women in that bit. Like she's so sarcastic. And I love I love people who are like that. Like, mm. I love that. And then Teddy comes in and Teddy's, oh, he's just a beautiful man, isn't he? He's he I think he Divine. really he really grounds her. He really like calms her down. Mm-hmm. And I think with Faye kind of opens him up a bit like they they yeah. seem polar opposites but they work together really well and you know this whole kind of um I don't want to say storyline but this whole thing that they're going through where she's very like closed off and you know mm-hmm. doesn't trust and he's trying to like really like, get her to open up that I think that is something that a lot of us can relate to who have been hurt in the past by men and so seeing that unfold night by night and seeing her slowly open up has been so lovely and for, for it to come 
crashing down just to see him with like her little doll his oh it was heartbreaking I actually I nearly actually wanted to cry I was just like this poor guy and you could tell she regretted it she regretted it as soon as as soon as he came in alone I think she regretted it but she's very stubborn and I think she was very you know she didn't want to she didn't want her front to fall um but obviously we did fall it we did see it fall at the end of the episode and yeah oh man (laughs) I mean it's it really it honestly really got to me that bit because I think I think a bit like you. I obviously just totally interpret this from social media, but this is <laughs> so feel free to correct me. I think a bit like you, like I definitely went through a period in my twenties where I had a lot of very bad experiences with men, a lot of very bad relationships, got very badly hurt, got very badly treated, mm-hmm. built up a real wall and barrier around it. Um, And then I was very lucky in my kind of mid-30s that I had this kind of two-year period where I just met, like, lovely man after lovely man after lovely man. Not necessarily always in romantic capacities, sometimes in work or health or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I had this period where it was like, the universe was like, okay, you've got to stop being angry with men now, so we're going to show you that there are some good ones. And we're going to send you some good ones. (laughs) And it was a really, like, very healing experience for me and what I watched when I was watching Faye with Teddy was the universe being like here is a good one Mm. right here is a good one that is not a perfect person who's not like the dream man exactly as you have created them who is a beautiful human who knows themselves who is sure of themselves who has flaws and vulnerabilities and amazing qualities and not so amazing qualities all in equal measure as we all do and they are just going to really help you see that things could be different Mm -hmm. and then watching Faye at that moment where exactly like you said she has this realization where she's like oh my god I have fucked up Mm. and she had that moment where she could be like I have fucked up and I can say I fucked up or I can like just retreat back into everything I know and put all my walls back up and try and knock you down and try and prove that my safe space is right. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly, I was honestly in tears watching it. I, for both of them, actually, yeah. for Teddy to, you know, be hurt in that way and to be treated in that way, which I just think is awful. Mm-hmm. And also for Faye to lose that, that kind of like moment of being able to get out of, the tough stuff and go into something better yeah oh god it's re- it's like it's too emotional it's too emotional <laughs> <laughs> do you think that they can find a way back from this I really hope so I really really do like I really am very much team them I just think they're just really cute I, I just love that you know Teddy seems to be one of the only ones in the villa who is actually emotionally intelligent um mm. mature yep. uh rational and mm. laid back and he just compliments Faye so, so, so well. And I think Faye deserves to be with somebody who can show her that not all men are trash. And yeah. she really deserves that. And I think how the producers kind of set everything up was just terrible. I mean, I know we all know that they did it to create drama, but that was just awful. I do think they can come back from it. I do think Teddy still cares about Faye and Faye still yeah. cares about Teddy. So hopefully... Hopefully they can get back. Well, if they can, then what we will be seeing will be a true character journey. 
Uh, which leads me to the next part of the show because we've got a text. Got a text! Or a WhatsApp message or a tweet or <laughs> basically it's a bit of the show where we find a tweet, a meme, something that's felt particularly spot on and talk about it. And this week it came from Bolo Babalola who said... After Toby was in the, is it the diary room? I don't know if it's the diary room. I can't remember what they call it on Love Island. The the, the Love Island diary room. Um, after he was there, and he had this moment of realisation where he goes, maybe I haven't behaved very well. Maybe I need to stop doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bolu tweeted, a moment of clarity for Toby? A character arc? OMG, I can't believe this. Do we think <laughs> that actually... The Islanders could be learning something about themselves and growing from it I abso- on Love Island. <clears throat> I absolutely think they are. I don't think Toby's one of them. I don't <laughs> think he is. I think he's gone through this situation before where he's maybe questioned his motives, but he just goes and does it again. I think, well, who is this now? The fourth girl? Yeah. He's with Mary now. Is, is it Mary? Yes. I mean, who knows, Steph? Who knows? <laughs> who knows? And I just think... At first, I was like, this guy is so annoying. He's so ch- He's so childish. Yeah. He actually acts like a child that's just been like pushed into the world and he doesn't really know what he's doing and he's flailing about. And I just think he needs to learn how to... I think maybe yesterday was one of the first times that we saw him actually try and like take a bit of accountability for the lives that he's, ru- <laughs> that he's ruined. But I mean, <laughs> moving forward, who knows if he's going to get back with Abby. I mean, if he does, then it's just like... Oh my, like this guy is almost carrying the season on his back due to how chaotic and just all over the place he is. Like the way he's treating all of the girls, he's going back and forth and swapping and yeah. oh, this guy, I I don't know. Hopefully he starts to grow as a person, but I, I don't mean, know. I, I wonder if perhaps like, not that we've got Toby wrong. I mean, I think Toby's an idiot, but <laughs> not that we've got it wrong but just that we're asking something from him that he is not capable of giving and mm. I definitely had a, fr- a male friend like this in my 20s just genuinely a lovely lovely man a great friend mm-hmm. like interesting person thoughtful an absolute chaos maker extraordinaire <laughs> when it came to love like he just loved women he loved women and the problem was that he loved women so much that he just couldn't stick with one of them and I sort of see that maybe a bit in Toby which is like he just kind of loves women and he's interested in them but he doesn't want a relationship yeah I mean he did say that he's never been in a relationship before has he yeah um yeah, I, I mean, I don't think Love Island is probably the place to come if you're looking for your first ever relationship because you're going to be faced with all the tests, loads of tests. And so yeah. I just think he's at a place where he's still trying to like figure figure everything out, but he's just not doing it in the in the most productive way or the best way because it's still ending up with quite a few women hurt. And so, yeah, I, I do hope sort of throughout the rest of his journey, he's able to really tap into that growth and stop taking advice from Jake as well, because Jake, again, is another one that he's just planting the seeds in some of the men's heads to kind of destroy their relationship. So I, yeah, don't listen to Jake and just continue trying to like learn how to like, like and get to know someone. And 
I think he needs to see past looks as well. Like, I know that's a yeah. big ask for men. I really yeah. do. But everything <laughs> seems to be so... Why is it a big ask for them? It's just so frustrating. Like, he, I think he's seeing everybody based on literally how they look. And that's it. And I think he needs to really tap into, like, their personalities and actually learn to get to know somebody past their looks. That's just me. <laughs> I mean, I really agree that we... I don't know. I was trying to think about like, I was trying to think, do I get to know people past their looks? I was like, obviously I do because I'm a perfect person. Um, I, there is, you know, there is a reality for all of us, right? Which is like, we are attracted to people. Mm. But I think the thing that I find like sort of sad about particularly these boys in the villa right now, but I guess about young men in general is that they don't seem to have any understanding that that kind of, well, A, that that instant attraction is generally not, it's not something that they've created. It's not something that they're attracted to, right? It's like the uh, attraction is pheromone-based. Like most of our attraction is smell-based, right? Close your mm. eyes and smell. Are you still attracted to that person? Mm. It's largely being based on what they think their mates are going to think. Yeah. Um, but also like the level of kind of shallowness of it, that it just doesn't last, and that even if you find somebody really, really hot, if you can't have a conversation with them, you're you are not going to find them hot in a few weeks' time. Absolutely, absolutely, it's so sad. Like men, yeah, I just think it's so so shallow in that villa, as we all know. Like it's, mm. I guess it is, but I just think he needs to kind of like take his time and really think about the impact that he has on some of the women in the villa and yeah. how they're getting there hearts play I mean I don't to be fair I'm gonna leave Chloe out of this because I I don't like her and I think she kind of got what she deserved um yeah so everyone with the exception yeah, yeah. of Chloe I think you know just be careful with them <laughs> we could be Let's talk about heroes and villains of the week. So this is a section of the show where we decide who we'd couple up with from this week and who we'd dump. Let's start with who we would dump. Steph, who would you like to dump from the villa? Hugo. Ah, Hugo yes. to go. Hugo to go. His Why? Time, his time is up. I just, I find him really annoying. I find him very self-serving. I hate the fact that he keeps saying moving mad. I just feel like it's definitely something that he has picked up from the kids that he teaches and he never yeah. uses it in the correct way. That's the thing that I think really gets to a lot of us who have, you know, moving mad yeah. is very much a London sort of black street term yeah. and mm -hmm. he's using it incorrectly. And it's like nobody in the villa... Um, or like Tyler or I guess Aaron at the time, like nobody's corrected him. And so every time he uses it, I cringe because it's like, that's not what it means. <laughs> um, and so I don't know if he's like very posh. Maybe he yeah. is, but he, he does this thing where it's like, he's trying to come off as like really street, even mm -hmm. though he's very posh. And that kind of personality characteristic thing I find really disingenuous. And so, yeah, he seems like a nice guy, but I don't, I'm, I'm fed up of him now. <laughs> I think he is, um, so I grew up with kind of quite a few of these boys who are like really solidly middle class, mm. but deeply not cool. And so, <laughs> like, and I say that somebody's also deeply not cool. <laughs> but like, they, they try and 
they try and take on a character mm. because they think it will in some way make them cool and actually in doing so they kind of well a sort of massively disrespect the people that they're trying to impress <laughs> mm-hmm. and also I think kind of lose track of themselves and I think when I see Hugo that's really what I see I see a man who is just not sure of who he is yeah. and so then ends up kind of behaving in a way that he thinks is almost like checking boxes or ticking off the steps mm-hmm. and so we saw him like kiss Amy again she says with small doubt but I think it's Amy mm-hmm. um, saw him kiss Amy this week and say ah job done as though oh. it was like ticking the steps ticking the box, and it's yeah. like that's not what that's not what this is here this is not you know this is not your um doing the things is not going to make you the person you've got yeah. to be the person you can't do the person exactly you know? exactly um so i would dump jake oh another good jake. one another good one <laughs> he needs to go he needs to go i we've got a great clip i'm gonna put in here which is jake encouraging the boys to follow their feelings how do you feel after that boy? how do you feel after yeah. that kiss how does it feel like truthfully how does that feel do you feel guilty do you feel is it head versus heart yeah head saying is it was fine kissing her it's just a kiss freaker says hard to tell me do you do have a something something there for millie liam's got to do what he's got to do but fuck shit oh oh no i wouldn't want to be in his uh, issues bless him so we heard Jake there basically being some sort of puppet master trying mm-hmm. to get the boys to cheat. Now, there is much discussion on Twitter that Jake is in fact the true villain of the show this season. What do you think? I think he is. I think, but then I don't think he's like some like huge mastermind. I just think it's just by chance. I think <laughs> that... I think Liberty deserves so much better. Oh, she does. I just hate the fact that she's poured out her guts to this guy. He, I mean, when she said that she loved him, I was like, Liberty, no, don't say that. He didn't reciprocate. Anytime she compliments him, he doesn't really reciprocate with compliments either. He kind of just like takes it in. He makes a bit Um, of a joke. Yeah, I think he's a bit of a narcissist, not to diagnose, but there's something Mm -hmm. about the fact that he only seems to like Liberty because she reminds him of himself. Um, and that was something that she mentioned uh, that was something that he mentioned about why he liked her was like oh yeah she's like a female version of me and it's just like Mm. you know he's always said mentioned that he wants to keep his options open as well Mm -hmm. Um, I fully like his reaction when they were going to Casa Amor was like oh my gosh yes new girls new girls and then when he quickly clocked on to the fact that nobody was checking for him then that was when he was like, okay, let me try plan B. Let me try and like scatter some of these relationships so that I can appear stronger. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think he has kind of like a new game plan now. I think he probably knows that he's stuck with Liberty. And so he has to try and make yeah. that relationship work. So in order to kind of make that relationship work, if he's not having the woman that he really wants, he's going to try and dismantle and plant seeds and all of the other really, <laughs> all of the other relationships. Mm-hmm. But I absolutely do hope that and I thought it was going to happen in yesterday's episode but I I really wanted it to be a thing where Liam told Millie oh yeah it was Jake that told me to stray 
I really wanted him to say that. Interesting. Yeah, because he he said that he was told by guys yeah. in the villa that he should like open his options. And when yeah. Millie asked who, he didn't say. And I was like, please say Jake. Jake needs to be mm. exposed. Tired of him. <laughs> oh, that's really. Fa- I wonder if that will happen. And I wonder if. I wonder what Liberty's response to that will be because she has really put all of her eggs in Jake's basket, right? Mm-hmm. She has, she signed up on the Jake bus and there wasn't really anyone that came in that made a move for her. Mm. And I thought there was a moment where I was like, oh, maybe maybe Jake is not as bad as I think he is when he came back into the villa and he looked so pleased to see her. Mm. And then I was like, no, I think you're just pleased to be back in the villa and be top dog of the villa again. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's it. I absolutely believe that was the case. I think he was just happy that he she hadn't paired up with anyone else so that he could still have that, you know, that winning mm-hmm. game plan. Yeah, love it. Um, who will you be coupling up with? Hmm, I think Teddy. I would couple Good up call. with Teddy because he needs someone right now and he's just very handsome and emotionally intelligent <laughs> and very like charming and slick and smooth and I yeah yeah he's he's a he's a lovely guy he seems yeah I am gonna couple up with Lily I'm gonna save Lily from being evicted and bring her into the main villa oh my gosh, because yes. I mean, I am here for anyone that is happy to cause that level of chaos and drama just for the hell of it just as an exit also I do really think that if you're in Kazaramore and you are on Love Island possibly to find love but maybe also to find a Boohoo sponsorship deal <laughs> um, you have to do something big you gotta take your moment because you don't know if you're gonna be cut at any minute and Lily did that and that kind of gameplay and strategy mm-hmm. I think we should reward absolutely she really <laughs> woke up that day and chose violence and I was like I applaud <laughs> it Lily thank you just scatter the whole villa like I'm so happy that she did that I'm so happy oh what a way to go loved it is there anything that you are looking forward to or going to be looking out for in the coming weeks I'm interested in uh, the upcoming episode. We saw a snippet mm. of yeah. um, Kaz and Tyler arguing. So I, I wonder what that could be about. Um, with Kaz, I love the fact that when she is in uh, a heated discussion with somebody, she's quite straightforward. Like she, yeah. she doesn't allow people to see her break. Um, yeah. There's a strength in her that I really admire. And so I really hope that she takes him to task on Sunday because it's absolutely what he deserves. Um, I would love to see Teddy and Faye uh, hook back up um, as well. That would be amazing. Um, yeah. And I really, I hope and I'm praying and I'm praying and I'm praying that Millie does not take Liam back. I really hope she doesn't. She deserves so much more. Send in a bombshell for Millie. That's what I want. A bombshell for Millie. Absolutely. Stephanie, it's been so lovely talking to you. Big, big thank you for coming on the show. Um, If people want to know more of your Love Island wisdom, which is brilliant, where can they find you? Oh, thank you. Um, So I am on Twitter at Stephanie Yeboah. 
accent. Um, that is all for this week. Unlike some of the boys, this podcast is loyal to its audience. And if you want to do the same, then couple up with us rather than any other knockoff Cousin or More podcast that you're listening to. So please rate, review and follow us. It makes me as deludedly happy as Liberty was on Jake's return. <laughs> I'll be back next week unless I've managed to sneak into the villa and steal Teddy away with me. But I always like to leave you with a little wisdom from the villa or, in this case, an example of what not to do. Today's a new day and he wouldn't want us to mope about and do that. Nah, he want yeah, us to move mad and move mad. Do, mad. do bits and bobs. So Yeah, I heard him say that to you. In honour of ours, going to move mad and do bits and bobs, isn't it? <laughs> 